I'm going to be honest. I have not been consistent in properly social distancing and avoiding large groups. I need to do better. I have to do better. Quite frankly, for the sake of our state and for you, we all need to do better. I'm recording this episode on June 15th. And as of right now, the state has reported 1,014 new cases. More than 1,000 new cases have been reported on 10 of the past 14 days, including the past six days. That's 6,000 more cases since the past six days. That's amazing. That's unfortunately, that's like, what the hell? Like, it's anyways. ICU beds, intensive care unit beds for patients with suspected and confirmed COVID-19 cases have hit the highest number this past Sunday, with 464 patients in the ICU, surpassing Saturday's 452 patients. Banner, Arizona's largest hospital system, yes, you probably recognize the name from Banner South or Banner UMC, they've reported that they're approaching 100% capacity when it comes to their ICU beds. You see, when you get sick with COVID and let's say you get it really bad, you then go to the ICU where they'll provide you with ventilators and other heavy medical assistance that will help you recover from COVID-19. If And this is all happening in Maricopa. Now let's say if Maricopa's banner hospitals reach 100% capacity with their ICU beds, People from Phoenix will then have to come down to Tucson to get taken care of. The next thing you know, Tucson is being affected, which we're being hit pretty hard right now. Right now, in Pima County, we have 3,944 COVID-19 cases. As far as death deaths go, we have 223 deaths that have happened so far in Pima County. Just because that number isn't as high as you thought shouldn't mean that you shouldn't worry. Because the last thing we need is for us to get comfortable. Then we go around family members who are vulnerable. And next thing you know, they're the ones who are a statistic. These numbers are going up every single day. And the kicker was Memorial Day weekend. That was when Governor Ducey began to ease restrictions and therefore gave the signal to everyday folks that it would be okay to gather in large groups, go out to eat, stop wearing masks, and next thing you know, here we are, dealing with this huge jump in coronavirus cases, and they're going to keep on going up. And now we're becoming the new national hotspot for COVID-19. We all learned about New York City these past few months. It's unfortunate, but I think folks are going to be learning about the state of Arizona. Per capita, Arizona's infection rate is now more than three times higher than New York State. Like I said, folks were learning about New York these past few months, and we all know it was crazy up there. Cases left and right. That's what's happening now, and what's worrisome is too many folks are just going about their day, la-di-da, like nothing's happening. Yet it's spreading like wildfire all around us. Yet what's most frustrating is the state isn't talking about possible new mitigation strategies or changes. Ducey, and I have a more unpleasant nickname, but I won't share that nickname for him right now. Ducey and Dr. Kara Chris, the director of the Arizona Department of Health Services, have encouraged a redoubling of personal precautions such as physical distancing and mask wearing when that's not possible. 
They've repeatedly say that Arizona has taken adequate precautions statewide and is prepared. Hmm. I'm pretty sure that you'd beg to differ. We all know folks who've gone out like COVID was never a thing. I am folks. I'm not going to lie. I have made some mistakes. And we all know people who don't wear masks. I mean, it's going to be up to us if we want things to change. These past few days, I've had this weird gut feeling that I'm probably going to get COVID. I've been lucky so far. But as of today, actually, I've started feeling this fatigue. My head hurts. My sinus hurts a little bit. Now, these are very minor symptoms, but they have the capability of worsening if this is COVID. Knock on wood. But I'm nervous, and so I'm going to get tested sometime this week. Coincidentally, today's episode is all about COVID, and I'm lucky because I was able to talk to one of my good friends, Gariman. Her whole family got COVID, including herself. She's going to tell us about her experience, and we'll learn a thing or two about what to expect. I really want to thank you all for tuning in to Rova Speaks. Now let's have a conversation. Yeah, so, um, well, like I said, it was, it was my entire family and I. Um, as a lot of people already know. So I wasn't completely alone in it, although we were told that we were in different stages of it. We were at least all just stuck in the house, all going through the same thing. Um, for myself specifically, as far as the symptoms go, I will say that there are a few symptoms I had that I've never experienced before in my life, ever. Um, so- What symptoms were those? So, um, the most painful thing that I felt, I think, throughout the whole entire thing was just kind of this um, burning sensation and on, on like your skin. So it was pretty much my whole chest and it went down to like my stomach. Mm-hmm. Um, and my, my dad felt it as well. We were the only two. So the symptoms did vary just from person to person. Uh, but yeah, that was probably the most bizarre um the other one that's still lingering is um the the loss of sense the the loss of my sense of my taste and smell mm-hmm. um so i still haven't gotten my my taste or smell back really i so like, i really don't think i ever will honestly i've just wow. like concluded that already yeah so is it like if your mom makes some enchiladas for dinner you can't mm-hmm. taste it like um like how how bad is it (laughs) it's funny my um one of the days when we were all like super i guess just deep into the sickness no we were all like really sick at that point uh my mom and i were making food and none of us could taste anything so we were just kind of like throwing stuff in there and we were just telling everyone we have no idea how this tastes right now so you guys are just gonna have to eat it and if you taste something good for you, if you don't, well, neither can we. So <laughs> that's it. But um, no, yeah, like essentially that if, if my mom were to make some food, I mean, now it's not so bad. Mm-hmm. Um, I did gain some taste back. It's just not the same at all. The only thing that I could taste um, just barely when I was really sick was takis. <laughs> <laughs> so and obviously, while well, they're takis, so um for for that specific reason i think is why it came through but right nothing else everything else um again i don't think i'll ever be able to 
taste the same. It's been, I think, a month now, and it, everything wow. still just tastes completely different. It's the weirdest okay. thing. Okay. So tell me, were you feeling symptoms, and then you're like, okay, I need to get tested. Like, how, mm-hmm. how did that all go down? When did you realize, like, holy crap, I have COVID? I have to go. Okay, so <laughs> my my mom was the very first one to get tested, which she had actually gotten tested, I want to say, like, um, in February, she was really one of the first, I think, to get tested as soon as they were available, um, at, at least at our doctor's office. Um, and she tested negative. And then come March, um, she started feeling a little bit sick again. So um, she got tested again. And then a few days later, she got the call back that she tested then positive. Um, which the first time she had been told that there was a very likely chance of um, a false negative, just because they don't know the, um, I guess, percentages of what's mm-hmm. likely and what isn't likely at that point in time. So um, the second time she did test positive, and then um, the the very next day, um, which was the ninth, I, I believe it was the ninth. It was a Saturday morning. Um, when my younger brother and I went to go get tested, um, she got the call back the Friday, the day before. Um, so we got tested and then Tuesday of that following week was when we, um, got the call back that we did test positive. Uh, but the day that we got tested, I didn't feel any symptoms. I was the very last one in my family to feel anything. Mm -hmm. Um, everybody had started to kind of feel something. Uh, but it was all after being tested, mm-hmm. except for my mom. She she got tested because she was kind of feeling mm-hmm. uh, a little bit sick. But but for me, I, I didn't feel symptoms maybe until like the day after I had received the call back that I tested positive. Everybody up mm-hmm. until then was already feeling it. And how many of you are in your family? Oh, so um, it's my mom and dad and mm-hmm. then my two brothers, older and younger. So my five younger, of you. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. And so the test, was it like that long Q-tip? Tell me <laughs> yeah, about that. I, like, what was that like? I, I really wanted to record it, but I didn't want to be <laughs> that person that just sticks this phone in like a doctor's face while he's trying to do this. But um, so it, it was a Q-tip, uh, the super long one, and they put it through my right nostril. <laughs> oh, oh. Um, I don't know if that's CMI, but that's how it's they did okay. it. And it was, it was through the car. So they were standing, mm-hmm. I was in the passenger seat, my mom was driving. Um, and they, he pretty much just told me, blow your nose. I'm going to stick this up your nose. He did it. It's not super uncomfortable as I would have expected. It kind of just feels like a tickle in your throat, but it's weird. Cause it's not like in the front of your throat, it's like you feel it. It's all the way back there, but it's wow. not painful. And anyway, for my younger brother, he he could not. He's only uh, he just turned seven, so mm-hmm. a few days ago. So he definitely he hated it. He was mm-hmm. like in tears. It was horrible for him. He had a specific. Uh, they do have like a pediatrics doctor for mm-hmm. the younger one. So at least he had that. But it was still the same exact thing that mm-hmm. they do for well that they did for the rest of my family right okay Mm -hmm. so so you get tested the next day you start feeling Mm -hmm. symptoms Mm -hmm. what were those symptoms so um 
it wasn't until a few days after it was it was the day after i got the call back that i had mm -hmm. tested positive so my very first symptoms i didn't even i thought they were allergies it's exactly like allergies the only difference i i would say is um you your eyes are so itchy that was the biggest thing is my eyes just felt so itchy my whole face just kind of felt like just really itchy really bothered mm -hmm. um and then i, I want to say the next day or that night maybe um it was just followed by like the body chills the body pain the horrible body pain um and and it was and just feeling tired all the time constantly and how long were you experiencing this so um it lasted about a week you're told to you have to stay in in your home for 14 days mm -hmm. um after you get the call back that you test positive um if you test negative you stay in your home for a week is what we were told mm -hmm. um so I experienced it for I want like a week and a half maybe, um, but it did slowly start, obviously going away and symptoms started going away as time went on. Except for the smelling and tasting, mm -hmm. that's still that's still around. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, I think the worst of it was probably in the third or fourth day after um, getting the call back that I was positive. Mm -hmm. so, yeah, about a week and a half. How do you think your family got it? I mean, were you all social distancing? Um, like, tell me a little bit of, about that. So, yeah, we were uh, we were all social distancing. My mom, well, my mom, my uh, younger brother and I, we were social distancing, um, always staying in the house. I didn't go anywhere. Uh, my My dad and my older brother, however, were still considered essential. Mm -hmm. um, so they were still working and they they wanted to work honestly they they weren't against not being able to work they they like working they, they wanted to be out there working um so i'm almost positive that it was um through through my brother and my dad um i don't know exactly if it was like on my dad's side or my brother's side um my brother was probably the second one to start feeling symptoms after my mom mm -hmm. which um i mean even my mom like it's kind of weird because she was the first one to get tested and obviously the first one to be told that she was positive mm -hmm. but we know for a fact it wasn't her because she never left the house mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so it had to have been either between my my brother or my dad right and, and so mm -hmm. when i watch the news i hear people like is yeah. this they they think it's a hoax or whatever. Like, is this a like? Would you compare this to a cold or like a severe cold? Like, how would you uh, categorize your just kind of describe it? Yeah. So, um, I don't really know. I don't. I don't ever get sick, so it was mm -hmm. definitely something that I, I, but I know for a fact that. I've never experienced anything like that before. Mm -hmm. That burning that you feel on your on your skin, it's it just I I had no idea what it was. And mm -hmm. that was when I um because honestly when I tested positive, I just kind of um stopped keeping up with the news just to mm -hmm. kind of 
scary. I didn't want to necessarily read about death rates and just mm-hmm. things going on um, while I'm at home feeling yeah. all of it. So, but when I started feeling that burning, I did look up, look it up, look into it more, see what the new symptoms were. Um, and it was one of them. So it, it was specific to the coronavirus is mm-hmm. what I kind of read. Um, so just things like that, it, it's, it's, I guess it is kind of a, a cold mm-hmm. um, in a way, just on X Games mode. <laughs> I yeah. mean, it's, 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 it's a cold, but with so many other symptoms yeah. that you don't really feel. And I've actually, um, as far as the, the taste and the smell go, those type of things, dog's barking, sorry. It's like those type of things. Obviously, when you have a cold, you lose your 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 smell and your taste. Mm-hmm. But this is like you gain it back and you gain mm-hmm. it back normal. This I haven't gained back. Right. So COVID so, is like on a whole other level. Oh, for sure. The the fatigue, the tiredness that you feel like that same um, time that I was telling you about when my mom and I were in the kitchen cooking, like we were... Um, I was only in the kitchen standing for like 15 minutes. And when I sat down, I just felt my body was so exhausted. Wow. Like I I had never felt that in my life where Mm -hmm. my body just physically was so tired that I just like, and I I live in a two-story house, so we have to be going up and down the stairs. Mm -hmm. So we know just kind of like what a little bit of tired here and there is throughout the day. But Mm -hmm. this was like, it, it hit you. And it was multiple times where it just, when it when that tiredness hits you, it really did just take over everything. That's all you could think of is just how tired you were. Mm-hmm. So I'm I'm guessing that you and your fa- family, you guys are doing better now. Yes, um, yeah, we are. Are you at the level where you feel comfortable going out again, or you guys are just gonna stay in your homes? Um. So my it gets to a point where obviously it's very hard for um i'm not working right now yeah. i i can't work so mm-hmm. um my for the people that are capable of working or already had jobs prior to cuz i lost my job due to covid mm-hmm. so um my mom older brother and dad they just essentially have no option. I mean, my mom does have, she was already working from home way before Mm -hmm. any of this happened. Mm -hmm. But for my dad and my older brother that have no other choice. Right. And who, who, I mean, they did have, well, my dad is essentially self-employed. He Mm -hmm. can choose when he, he, he chose when he wanted to go back. And when he felt um, just, he, he already wasn't feeling sick, but he did wait the two weeks after, as we were told, Mm-hmm. And as soon as the two weeks were up, he went straight back to work. Mm-hmm. Whereas it, my older brother and my mom, well, they did have that sick pay that they could, that right. they were given. Right. And I think, you know, that's, a, that's another topic of discussion where you've got families like ours who don't have the yeah. luxury of right. being able to stay home the whole mm-hmm. time. Mm-hmm. You know, like they've, they've got to go to work or else right. how are we going to put food on our table? Exactly. And, for my dad, especially um, with him being, again, not working necessarily under anybody, there's nobody who, there's no like HR that he can go to, to tell him mm-hmm. when, when you can go back and when you can't. Mm-hmm. So he, he's made that decision happily because he wants to be able to provide for us. And obviously that's appreciated. But at the same time, when you 
just when you just got off, I guess, of COVID, you have to realize you just had coronavirus. You were just mm-hmm. sick for for two weeks. So, mm-hmm. um, and things like that. That even if you even if you have it, you you still have to go back. You still have to go back to your life and working. Unfortunately, is one part of that. Right, and and so like since the governor um, kind of loosened up his orders, right. You know, people can all of a sudden start be are able yeah. to go to the mall, go shopping at Dillard's and stuff, and right. and and go go. People are going to parties too, and mm-hmm. and it's like a lot of folks think that you could just press an off button and yeah, the virus is going to go away. I mean, what what do you mm-hmm. think about that? You experience this firsthand, like. Are you scared that this stuff's going to, like so many more people are going to be able to ex- experience what you just experienced? So I will say the the biggest thing for me that kind of, at the end of the day, I can't, nobody's going to listen to me. I did have coronavirus. I do, I do, um, I have told people what I've, what I've experienced and things that I've never experienced before, the, the whole painful side of it. Um, but for the people that just kind of, um, specifically to just like my friends, my family that obviously are wishing me well, but are still going out. It's just a little bit, um, I would expect just a little bit more of an understanding from mm-hmm. those types of people. I can't control these college frat boys and sorority girls that insist on going out and partying. Mm-hmm. I definitely disagree with it and I'll forever disagree with it. I've been very vocal about it not being right and it just not mm-hmm. being the the smart way. Just, it's not smart. It's not <laughs> at all. Um, but again, people are just going to do whatever they want to do. And that's the ego inside of all of us. Mm-hmm. Um, I definitely blame the governor for it. And um, again, I have no input on whatever his decisions are. So mm-hmm. that's that's all really that I can say. And a lot of people, I think, just feel the same way. Even just joking about it and seeing the jokes. Um, about it and not necessarily the jokes of um because i laugh along i can't Mm -hmm. sit here and and deny that i don't laugh along or contribute to it but it was the jokes that i had seen about having it that's not Mm -hmm. that's kind of a different level where you don't want this yeah you don't even want to you just shouldn't even be joking about having it or family having it so Mm -hmm. i think that's kind of where the boundary is but right you really have no control over that or what people say mm-hmm. and obviously there's not a vaccine so there's there's oh, no. really no cure uh, no. what did what did you and your family do to kind of help help get through this did you make certain sopitas or what you know, <laughs> so, this um i'm not gonna say your name obviously but um one of my friends messaged me just a few days ago and she just asked me kind of what did I do to get over it? Because um, she thought that she had it. Mm-hmm. And it's just so weird that <laughs> like people are, people, that this person thought to message me. I just never really thought. And even, you know, Seraphin and I made, made, had made jokes about it just because he kind of said, you know, this is what you're going to be remembered for. for career. You had coronavirus. That's all <laughs> I'm going to think of when I like, think of you now. It's just so funny. Um, but I, well, yeah, when she messaged that, I didn't really know what to say. It was just kind of the standard stuff that, mm-hmm. you know, doctors didn't know what to tell us either. Um, 
because that burning it was just uh, you just had to deal with it the Mm -hmm. the tiredness you just had to go through it Mm -hmm. and um it just it's a lot of rest which either way you you know your body wants the rest it's Mm -hmm. very obvious so um a lot of rest we drank a lot of um just i didn't like it but like pedialyte the Mm -hmm. electrolytes the the mexican um Mm -hmm. i think it's called like electrolyte or something (laughs) Um, my dad drank those um but just gatorade water those kind of pedialyte electrolyte things Mm -hmm. uh sopitas not really honestly because none of us really felt any like throat issues Mm -hmm. yeah and that too well um it's just weird because you're sitting there and you're eating flavorless stuff so we kind of had to force ourselves to eat sometimes um but some of my family members did feel a little bit nauseous, so they just refused mm-hmm. to eat. Um, but yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't really think there's anything specific we did. Um, Tylenol over a fever of 101. <laughs> my mom, it's funny. She, um, I don't have it with me right now to show you, but my mom had like her little notebook. And honestly, without my mom, we would have been in shambles. This, she was she had coronavirus and she was still taking care of all of us waking us all up at 12 in the morning to take like our regularly scheduled Tylenol she wrote down all the times all our fevers at a certain time if we had one or just our temperature mm-hmm. um just things like that I mean we, we couldn't get groceries for ourselves for mm-hmm. again like two weeks so we had family drop it off pretty much <laughs> in the street mm-hmm. that was kind of how we um dealt with that um but yeah again just as far as like medications go or just what we did there really wasn't anything it's just Mm -hmm. your standard being sick stuff rest Mm -hmm. drink liquids don't drink like fatty foods or Mm -hmm. um just kind of yeah just take it easy pretty much right right um Mm -hmm. any any last words you want to add to this interview um just continue social distancing obviously i'm gonna always stick by that and continue to be vocal about it on my mm-hmm. social medias there's unless you know obviously i know if you're essential you're essential you have to go and it's mm-hmm. nobody wants you to that's again i don't want anybody to be out there unless they absolutely need to um and um coronavirus is not a joke it really isn't mm-hmm. i was sick with it so I can tell you, it's not a joke. I saw my whole family sick with it. My younger brother, it was heartbreaking. My nana that I, st- I still can't see because I'm just so ter- like we're, we're terrified of her mm-hmm. coming mm-hmm. to the house because we don't want to get her sick. So just little things like that, it changes everything. My, I haven't seen my family in a, in a while. And we've, we've all missed our birthdays pretty much. My um, four out of five of, our, of my family years born in may and june so <laughs> we we all had birthdays indoors which everyone's experienced but yeah yeah that's pretty much it take right. it from me just stay inside you don't want to catch this um especially if you're just on your own at least i had my whole family to go through it with me mm-hmm. but um yeah that's really it and no we don't want to catch this even though it seems like nobody in our circles are catching it. It will be inevitable. If we keep on choosing to go out and not wear a mask or, or make sure we're washing our hands. So the numbers, as they stand, when it comes to hospital capacity. 
83% of current inpatient beds and 82% of ICU beds were in use of COVID-19 and other patients. Look, Governor Ducey, he doesn't give a damn about people like us. He's kind of, he's rolling the dice. He, he doesn't care about working class people. That's why there are no policies in place to make sure that we can, to make sure we got to wear our masks when we go out. To make sure that businesses are doing all that they can so that people can properly social distance. We've seen the videos, you know, you've seen downtown Scottsdale. That place is packed every weekend. I mean, you've probably seen the bars here in Tucson or certain restaurants that don't give a damn about socially distancing. There's going to be people who, when you bring up wearing masks, that will bring up, well, people aren't getting sick. Why do we got to wear masks? Well, that's the whole point. We were properly socially distancing or at least doing our best a few months back, which allowed for not that many folks to get sick here in Arizona. Now that he loosened all the restrictions, people are getting sick once again, and it looks like it's going to get even worse. So that means it's going to be up to us. Wear that mask when you go out. Wash your hands when you get back from home. Uh, I've talked to professionals and they've even said when you go grocery shopping, wipe everything down with a Clorox wipe. Of course, don't do the vegetables, but you know, the, the items that you buy, wipe them down. Do what you can to make sure you're clean. You're not bringing it into your home. Take a shower when you get home. Change your outfit, you know. And I know we want to go out. We want to go to those pachangas and, and I've caved in once or twice. We've got to stop doing that, guys. We really do. I know we want to have fun, but let's hold off on it for a little bit. I don't plan on going out anytime soon. Do what you can to social distance, to physically distance, I should say. I'm going to get tested for COVID-19 this week. I'm nervous. I'm scared. And I know I could have done things a little different to ensure that they wouldn't get to this point. You don't want to get to that point. So take care of yourself. And I'll let you know if I test positive or negative. So act wisely. Obviously, it's your decisions. You get to choose what you want to do with your life. But for now, I want to thank you for joining us for the conversation here at Robles Speaks.